This is Lauren Marie Taylor, and you are listening to No Good Music. something the other day um i remember what it was what was it oh i don't know it was something that i was trying to do and oh look at my gray hair oh god help me and uh we just couldn't get that's why we're ha- well i don't have any hair so. <laughs> ah that's the hat yeah here let me turn on my volume a little bit because i had my computer you know you know you used to take a book to bed mm-hmm. <laughs> now you take the computer to bed oh yeah yep, yep. Yeah, and my husband takes the border collie to bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, dudes, listen. There, okay, I think I got it. He okay. even said, um, he even said to me, Oh, hon, I hate to tell you this, but I think I love the border collie more than I love you. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think I, my wife I loves my, our dog more than me. You know. <laughs> well, yeah. he accused me of that last time we had a border collie about, I don't know, 20 years ago or so. Uh, I but but he accused me of loving the dog more than him. But this time he admitted it to me that he loved because it's a puppy. You know, it's a one, yeah. one and a half year old, you know, uh, brown and white uh, border collie puppy. And it was his idea, you know, to get the, the puppy. So mm-hmm. I said to him, I said, well, then that's good because then he can cook for you. He can clean for you. Do your laundry, <laughs> yeah. pull, do your laundry, do all your ironing, clean uh-huh. the bathroom, all, do all the vacuuming, you know. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, have a, yeah. I have a border collie, Jack Russell. So he's a little, oh, you and he's do? crazy. Well, he was crazy. He's like 10 years old now. So He's still crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they slowed <laughs> down after, what, nine and a half years? Yeah, yeah. So uh, welcome <laughs> to No Good Music. This is Jeremy. I'm Jim. Hello. Hi, and guys. I, Hi, Jeremy. Hi, Jim. I'm Lauren, obviously. And I think <laughs> you met her before, right? Yes, we've met yeah. at conventions. Yeah. Previously, at some well, point. <laughs> was, it wasn't, you weren't at uh, the Pennsylvania. And your heart on. Weren't you with that? Yeah, one? I was, was there. It? Jim was there. Yeah, I was there, there too. We weren't there together, but I saw you at the first when COVID ended. There was an outdoor show near Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I got to see you there, which was a lot of fun. That was that crazy windy day. Yes. Right? It was the yes. <laughs> It was like 100 again. degrees outside, oh. but there was wind. <laughs> there was wind. And, picture, and I had all those, um, I had the hockey pucks. Yep. You know? So hold yep. on. I'll turn off my phone. My, uh, I told my aunt Phyllis, long story, but I have, <laughs> my, I, have, I have my elderly aunt and my elderly mother at the house at the moment at the same. Oh, no. no one can't wow. see and one is deaf. So oh, my like, goodness. Ah! <laughs> yeah. So when I, I told my aunt Phyllis, I said, and she's deaf. I said, oh, I'm going upstairs to work. And she's like, what? I said, I'm going upstairs. I'm doing typing like this. I'm going, I'm working. Mm-hmm. You know? And she goes, oh, okay, I'll leave you alone. And now she's texted me like three times oh. <laughs> but uh but yeah so that con was really kooky because mary mary b can't pronounce her last name she's all those soaps with you know the faces of the different you know mm-hmm. characters like jason you know and things like that mm-hmm. her soaps were melting oh my oh. god and she had to leave yeah wow i didn't know that <laughs> yeah it was a drag but people's pictures went flying but luckily i had my pucks 
sign the pucks. You know, I put the one with the puck on it and I had those. So I just put all the pucks on all my pictures and they didn't go flying. Yes. <laughs> Where was that? That was in Philly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was right outside of, right outside of Philly. That was, was that a one day event or a two day event? I think it was it two was a, days, right? I think it was a two day. Yeah. I only made it for the one, yeah. but it was great to go and just be out there again. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Everything was so like, because I think we were still wearing masks, but it was still interactive. Yeah, I did um, a little mini appearance at the Blairstown, not the not the diners, but the summer of COVID. So 2020 in the summer, when things start, started to slowly, you know, not open up really, but feelers were being put out. And we were at the camp where they oh, filmed okay. part okay. one. It was Bill Randolph and me. And, awesome. you know, people have, we have masks on, but I'm like, I don't care, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and then in, in Europe, nobody had masks. Are you, are you from like New Jersey, Pennsylvania area? Cause I know you do a lot of shows in that area. No, I'm, um, I'm from the Bronx originally, okay. like the Bronx. Yeah. Like the projects, you know, poor girl cockroaches, mm -hmm. you know, rats on the <laughs> West side, bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, you must know that song by Rolling yeah, Stones. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, I grew up in the Bronx, and then we moved to Brooklyn. And then when I got married, I lived in the city for a while. And then we lived in Brooklyn. And then we moved about, oh, I don't know, 40 miles northwest of New York City about 32 mm -hmm. years ago. If you hear anything in the background, by the way, it's one of my mother's cats, like making okay. biscuits on her uh, cat bed, but she has really long, gnarly <laughs> claws. So it goes, you hear these pops all of a sudden? Uh -huh. It's the cat. Okay. Yeah, it's not me passing gas. My son was going to take a shower. I told him to take it earlier or after, you know, so we don't hear it. We used to do these in the basement of my house and the furnace is down there. So it was tough in the winter. I would have to turn the furnace off because the furnace would kick on and you'd hear this humming noise, you know. These mics yeah, pick up everything. We got, yeah, I mean, we have a couple of guys with motorcycles. I live on a dead end street. We got a couple of guys with motorcycles. Not yeah. my, I have a motorcycle too, but obviously I don't ride it when I'm doing a podcast. And then another guy has two historic vehicles and those engines on those mm -hmm. 1950s cars. You know, it's very American graffiti sounding on our street. So in the middle of the podcast, all of a sudden you'll hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or the dogs barking. The dogs barking is it's uh it's always I was talking to uh Susan Lanier from the original Hills Have Eyes movie. We were mm -hmm. on the phone yesterday and her dog started barking and she goes, Oh my god, my dog's barking and I then all of a sudden my two started barking. I said, Well mine are barking back at yours, so we're even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as you mention it, you know, on the podcast and there was a fly in here one time, I think. <laughs> and you could actually hear it. And then for some reason, the one night we were recording and there were kids outside. There's usually never any kids like playing outside. Yes. They were loud. And yeah. Yeah. So if you yeah. mention it, then that's fine. You know, if you know, you can't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I think people real. have kind of gotten used to it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I love your posters behind you. I have that one with the masks. Oh, so. this one. And I have My it signed. That to me. I have it signed by Kane Hodder signed it. Jeremy got it signed for me four times. He signed his name underneath each one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's so cool. And then the uh, the guy that was in the last one, I don't know, I forget his name. Was it Derek Mears? Yeah, Derek Mears. Well, Kane Hodder took pride in signing that four times. Everybody who played Jason in that movie, he went up to them and he said, 
you know, something along the lines of, hey, look here, how many times have you played Jason? Because I'm going to sign this four times. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know how Kane is. Yeah, I mean, you've seen him at the shows. <laughs> oh, I've been next to his table multiple times. Yep. Yep. He's great. Yeah. So I, I know him very well. Now I have, um for my birthday last year, my kids got, my kids, they're all in their 30s. My kids last year got me our friend. Ah, I'm going to fall off my chair. Ah, I'm not drunk. I swear. My husband just asked me. He just called me. He said, are you drinking? And I said, no, why? Does it just sound really weird. I'm like, I have two crazy people Too much people coffee, downstairs. maybe. Anyway, so. Oh, look at that. So, uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So what happened was the kids got this for me for my birthday last year. And then a few weeks later, I was at a convention with Warrington. I'm not sure whether it was uh, Vegas or Chicago. I'm thinking it must have been Vegas. And I went up to him, you know, because we're hanging out. You know, we all have breakfast, dinner together and all that. And I said, Warrington, I said, I got this for my birthday. Do you mind signing it? He goes, come on, Lauren, don't do this. You know, who is it for? <laughs> I said, it's for me. I said, I swear. Yeah. And, my kids, yeah. and I, I, I brought up the pictures from my birthday party. And I said, look, I said, it, it, it really is. Mm-hmm. So he wrote on it. Such a wise ass. My husband was so upset. He wrote on it, Lauren, I want to rip off the brown undies. <laughs> nice. My husband was furious. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't furious. He was just like, oh, hun, come on. Do they, do you have to do it? He hates the photo op that I do with the brown undies. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the movie. Of course, you were in Friday the 13th, part two. You played Vicky. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us how you got that role? Was there auditions? There was one I, movie, of course, before that. So I don't know if you were pursuing, you know, part two, like what your interest No, was. I slept with the director. I okay. slept with the director and the producer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. um, oh, God. Great they, answer. Steve Meyer would kill me. <laughs> well, because everybody thought actresses did back then. Um, mm-hmm. No, actually, I was working a lot. I, I was doing a lot of TV commercials. Okay. You know, that's how I was making my living. And that's how I paid for college. I was doing all these TV commercials. And the casting director for um, one of the commercials, she was like, you would see the same casting directors all the time, you know, and you got to know them. And a lot of times you'd hear. Oh, you're freezing up a little. Technical difficulties. Oh, there um, you go. Okay, there we're we back. Are. My, my internet went down. That's never happened before. That happens okay, to me back. all the time. I hate when that happens. So we lost anyway. you at the very beginning when you're talking about what casting directors. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so the casting director that did Friday Part 2 knew me from TV commercials. So they called me in to read very specifically for Vicky because she was all American, you mm-hmm. know, goody, goody girl and all that, which is what, what I always was typecast as. I read and next thing you know, they're telling me to pack my bags. You know, some mm-hmm. people had to go through a callback process. Some people had to fly in, you know, to New York to meet Steve Minor, but I I read for it and I got it almost immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And where was well, that film? It's filmed in Ken, Connecticut. So they okay. cast it in New York. At least my group, like Bill Randolph and those guys, we're all New York people. So they cast a bunch of New York people, and then they flew other people in from the West Coast, like Kirsten and um, I think Marta was on the east, uh, the West Coast at the time. I'm not sure where Amy was, but I think John Fury was on the West Coast too. Warrington, mm-hmm. and he's everywhere, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, so, so yeah, so it was filmed in Kent, Connecticut, and they bust us up. We didn't stay in a hotel. We stayed at the actual 
camp, which I was going to, I was going to ask you that if you stayed in the camp, it was not okay. (laughs) Oh no, it, I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> you don't put somebody in the Bronx at a camp. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, the gr- only grass I'd ever seen was the grass in the cemetery across the street. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, there were no rats so it was or cockroaches no. in the woods, right? You're right. Maybe snakes. Deer and raccoons. Yeah, and snakes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And fish <laughs> in the lake. I didn't go swimming in that lake. No way. <laughs> I noticed one. There's a scene where you go out to the car. Well, first, before that, you're changing into the, the brown panties that you love so much, those ugly brown, that you call them. You go out to the car. At first, I didn't know what you were, I watched it. I've seen that movie many times, but you're going out there to get a brush, it looks like, in the car. You're wearing oh, a sw- sweater and panties, but I noticed the next scene with you, when you're coming in, you have your, your pants are back on. Oh, weird. I never noticed that. Really? So I didn't know if no. it was filmed out of sequence. Those yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You never noticed they were. that? <laughs> no, oh. I've never noticed that. Ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have to remember. God, those were the ugliest pants, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they weren't even jeans. Well, they were like some, maybe they were, they didn't have Walmart back then. They were. No, I, 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 they were before I mom jeans. They were almost mom yes. jeans. There you go. That's yeah. good. Oh, they were disgusting. And, you know, and I had perfectly nice jeans. But you know what? They needed to buy stuff in bulk that was cheap. So when they do, do the, the blood and the rip away, oh, if yeah. it doesn't work, you got another pair. If it doesn't work, you got another pair. So between that, that and sense. the ugly, itchy sweater, ugh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the wardrobe was. <laughs> what are some of your favorite horror movies? Oh my gosh. Well, I've been watching more of them. My horror movie picks tend to lean to the Catholic real type of things. Like, I think I was traumatized by, wait, 12 years of Catholic school I went to. (laughs) And then I went to a Catholic college. So I'm really screwed, okay? (laughs) Mentally, when it comes to horror movies, really screwed. So um, when I was younger, you know, I mean, really old movies like the birds, mm-hmm. you know, because of all the pigeons in New York, you know, so it made you afraid of birds. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, Frankenstein, of course, was big. Dracula was big. Godzilla was big when I was growing up. But then when you get into the more modern horror, like the Exorcist, Catholic mm-hmm. Overtones, uh, the Omen, you know, my Great brother man. got a Rottweiler just Ooh. to scare the shit out of me. He got a Rottweiler. Because <laughs> you know, he knew I was afraid of it. Uh, sweetest dog in the world, um, by the way. So those, Jaws doesn't really count, I don't think, even though when I saw it, I was terrified to go, you know, that's, to Yeah, the that's beach. debatable. That one for me, because I would go to the Wildwood, New Jersey, the shore, mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. And that's where I saw the movie. I, I don't know, what year was that? Uh, 78, maybe? 75, I was, I 76, was, something like that, yeah. Yeah, I was like 9 or 10. My parents took me to see Jaws. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and yeah, it's too. funny because... They they didn't let me see The Exorcist. My brother was allowed to see The Exorcist. Mind you, my brother's only a year older than I am. Mm-hmm. So he's allowed to see The Exorcist. Super Catholic, you know, crazy, old, you know, movie. You know, and what you do to me, Damien, Damien, you know, the mother and the priest <laughs> and all those people. But I was allowed to go and see John. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, he he's allowed to see this crazy, violent movie where this chick is doing things she shouldn't be doing with a crucifix. 
and I'm going to go in the water and rock away after seeing this. <laughs> so my family was really, really screwed. Um, so th- those were those in modern day. Well, not really modern day, but I guess after high school, um, The Shining is my all time mm-hmm. favorite. And recently, I'm really into the Conjuring universe. Okay, I okay. really like mm-hmm. it. I'm not crazy about some of the Annabelles, the more recent Annabelles, but I like the first Annabelle um, yeah. movie that they did in the Conjuring universe. So I, I like those. I'm not really into, you know, super duper violent or serial killer horror yeah. movies. I like hauntings and possessions. I'm really into that. Yeah, Jeremy saw Terrifier too. Yeah, last, last night. night. Yeah. Oh, you. Yes. Oh, how is Melissa? Yes. It was she. She was only in there for a brief period of time, but Aww. it was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? What are your some of your favorite horror movies? Mine, as far as a series, is Friday the Thirteenth. You know, I've seen oh, okay. every every one of them many uh, many times. We're both big Stephen King fans, so a lot yeah. of the Stephen King movies, uh, because we both yeah. read the books. So, you know, even if the film doesn't hit what your mind you know, sees as you're reading it, you still get something to visualize after experiencing the story. So anything Stephen King, um, I love the Halloween franchise. Sorry mm-hmm. to the Jason fans out there. But... <laughs> I like the first couple of Halloweens. I just watched Christine. Yeah. Shining is another one I love. But I've read every Harry. Stephen King book. Yeah. I have his new one. I, I haven't read it yet. I don't get much time to read it takes me like months to read a book now. Yeah, yeah. No more sitting on the beach with a summer read, right? Yeah. Nobody relaxes anymore. Nope. <laughs> so let's talk about your second movie. I, I'm a, I love John Belushi, and you were in the movie Neighbors. Oh, yeah. You played his daughter, yeah. Uh, yeah. Elaine. Yeah, I heard He's here somewhere. There he is. Oh, he's up here. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I have a. <laughs> I know I was standing up, I would have worn the brown undies. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah, that's Love the two that. of us on set. Yeah, he looks real serious there. It does. Yeah, <laughs> we, were, we were doing the eyebrow thing at each other, oh, and okay. then somebody grabbed my camera and snapped this picture of us. Mm-hmm. So it's very special. So, so what was that experience like working with Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, Kathy Moriarty, and, uh, you know. Catherine Walker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have a few good stories about that, if you want. Um, sure. And some stories I can't tell because yeah. I can't know. Mm, lips are sealed yeah, on some yeah, stories. Yeah. Um, it, it was a really good, <laughs> it was a really great experience. <laughs> some things I'll take to the grave. Um, maybe not. But it was a great experience. You know, I was in Chicago. I had taken over for um, Jennifer Gray in a show that I was understudying off-Broadway, a four-person play called Album, about coming of age in the 60s. And mm-hmm. Jennifer Gray, I think it was her 18th birthday, and she fell down and broke her crown. Basically. Mm-hmm. And I had to go and take over for her because she was had a concussion. So I had gotten back from, I just got off the plane, got to my apartment, and my phone rings, you know, no pagers or cell phones back then, mm-hmm. you know, it's 1980. <laughs> um, or was it 81? I don't remember. It was 80, maybe late 80. Anyway, so I'm, I, uh, I, I get back to my apartment. My phone's ringing. My manager, Lauren, can you get over to, you know, 50 West East 89th Street, you know, blah, 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 looking for somebody for this movie and they can't find her. They can't find who mm-hmm. they want. So I was like, mm, okay. 
So I went over there and, you know, people are hanging around, a whole bunch of people are hanging around. And they said, oh, where are you from? And I said, oh, I'm from a few blocks away from here. But I just got back from Chicago. And <laughs> Belushi and Ackroyd look at each other and they're like, wait, what were you doing in Chicago? So I told them and they were really interested in it. And the whole, all my stories about, you know, running along, you know, the lake and everything like that. And, you know, I read with them and didn't think anything of, I hadn't really watched Saturday Night Live. So I wasn't on Google Gaga with them. Mm -hmm. So I get back to my apartment, right? And I literally a few blocks away from this, the John Alvinson's apartment, which is where they were casting it. Get back to the apartment's phone rings again. And it's my manager again. Go back. They want to talk to you some more. And I said, oh, okay. So I went back and started talking to them. And we were just shooting the breeze, ordered up some food. And I just hung out with them for the rest of the afternoon. And wow. got back to my apartment. Basically, I booked the job right then and there. So mm -hmm. it was they, they liked the fact that I wasn't, you know, starstruck, if you will. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, yeah. if you didn't watch Saturday Night Live and you weren't, yeah, if you were enamored with Belushi and you were just, could hardly speak, they might not have. Yeah. This girl's a I mean, fangirl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I knew, I mean, I knew them. I knew oh, of yeah. them, but I wasn't like, oh my God. I mean, if it had been Harrison Ford at that time, in the mm -hmm. room, I probably would have melted into yeah. my brown undies, but it was, it was, <laughs> but, and it, but it was really, it was really, oh, oh, but you know, during filming, we were all hanging out and Danny Aykroyd decided to spend Easter with my crazy family because he was very curious really? about this whole idea of growing up in the Bronx and the projects with a grandfather who drank beer all day long and a crazy <laughs> gigantic Polish grandmother who was six feet tall. And he's like, he was just very interested in the fact that I was raised by these two old crazy people. And so he went with me for Easter to um, my grandmother's house in the Bronx, you know, roach infested wow. apartment. <laughs> and my elderly aunt, who's downstairs, well, I can't hear anymore. Mm -hmm. She was then. She drags me. This is when she was younger. She drags me into the bedroom. She goes, "Is that that boy from Saturday Night Live?" <laughs> and then I went, "You watch Saturday Night Live?" <laughs> but the best thing that Danny Aykroyd did was he brought my grandfather a case of beer from their uh -huh. bar down in Tribeca. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. That's yeah, cool. but it, it it was it was fun. It was fun. We had uh, the dinner scene with mm -hmm. Kathy Moriarty and Lucian Ackroyd and Catherine Walker. So that was that took forever to film. It took us two days to film that one dinner scene for various reasons. And John Allison at one point was trying to direct Belushi on how to play a scene to make it funny. Mm -hmm. Now, John Allison is not really known for his rom-coms. He directed Rocky. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, he won an Academy mm -hmm. Award for directing Rocky. You know, I think he was supposed to direct Halloween. Um, I had heard mm -hmm. rumors somewhere. It was some crazy research that he was slated to. I think it was Halloween. He was slated to direct. Anyway, he's trying to direct Belushi on how to be funny, basically. And Belushi's putting up with it. You could see his face starting to get red and his eyebrows are starting to do almost a Jack Nicholson thing, right? And all of a sudden he takes off the napkin from around his neck, slams it on the dinner table, looks at John Allenson and says, can I curse? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can curse. Okay. So, oh, okay. Because I think I cursed early. He, he, he looks right at Allenson and goes, why don't you take your goddamn Academy Award and put it on top, top of the fucking camera so we know who the fuck you are? <laughs> Slammed his hands on the table again, stood up, walked off set, 
Kathy Moriarty is smirking. Catherine Walker is sitting there like this. And I'm just like wide eyed, like, holy shit. He just dissed this, this director. And Dan Aykroyd said, well, I guess it's a wrap for the day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I can't see pissing <laughs> off Belushi. You know? No. <laughs> but he was great. They really were so much fun. I always call it the best time of my life. I just yeah. watched that movie again. That's one of my favorite, favorite movies. That was Belushi's la I think last you. movie he filmed. Yes, there was another is. movie I, that came out after, but I think Neighbors might have Continental been. Divide. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Continental Divide came out after. And he was really sweet in that movie. I, I, I like Continental Divide a lot. I think I was the only one who did, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Belushi, I think it was 1982, he passed away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was, yeah. I was um, how old was I? I was 16. But I, I watched baby. I watched SNL from the beginning. Uh, I think I was mm -hmm. 10 years old. My parents never knew what I was watching. <laughs> They'd go to bed and I'd stay up and watch Saturday Night Live. And I've never stopped watching the show. Good or wow. bad season skits. But my wife and I, every Saturday, you know, we watch it still. Yeah, we record it because, you know, we're busy having parties on Saturday nights. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we record it and then we forget to watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our podcast is mostly music, so I have to ask you a little bit about music. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Well, mainly when you were in Neighbors, you were 19. But I noticed in one scene, it's with Belushi and Kathy Moriarty, and it's towards the end of the movie. They're in what looks like your bedroom, Elaine's bedroom. Uh -huh. And there's a poster of the police, and the other one is the pretenders. So I'm wondering what, what kind of music you were into listening to at wow. that time. Um, I, you know, it's funny because I love, I love Sting, but I never mm -hmm. really listened to the police like actively, okay. you know, but I did like their early stuff, but I thought Sting's voice was kind of weird. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and Pretenders, of course, I love the Pretenders. Not a picture of you. Oh, anyway, um, <laughs> I was into that, but those posters were not my idea. They were Belushi's idea okay. uh, of what it, it like, but I did agree with him. I did agree with him okay. on that. You know, when I was, I mean, when I was super young. Those were like the Tiger Beat days. So, mm -hmm. you know, you had the whole Jackson 5, you know, mm -hmm. and that's probably around fourth grade or something like that. But then, you know, I'm, I'm actually wearing, I'm wearing a, a Queen shirt. Oh, ooh, Actually, in honor of, because nice. I was like, let me put my Queen shirt on for this. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. of course, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody. Earlier than that, Elton John loved uh, the Yellow Brick Road album. That was uh, one mm -hmm. of my first albums that I was allowed to get because remember household and all that mm -hmm. um, but my grandmother didn't know any better so we had that i used to listen to barry white <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna love you love you baby mm -hmm. just a little more yeah. so that was always uh good now see here's a funny story my brother always said that he was going to have funeral for a friend played at his funeral when he dies and he uh -huh. wants to be <laughs> sitting up in his casket with a <laughs> laptop in front of him so i got him nice. on mine because i want to um, uh have blue oyster cults don't fear the reaper okay and i want to be in a beautiful cotton white sundress with you know flowers you know and my hair like like this like all hippie like the way i am every single day you know mm -hmm. so we all have our own ideas <laughs> but yeah so those were my um big ones the stones of course uh, were always big. I was um, when I was 
very pregnant with my son, I went to the Stones concert in Shea Stadium. And I uh-huh. think I had him two weeks later. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny. You know, ACDC, of course. Um, oh, Steven Tyler, Aerosmith. When I was a teacher for, um, for Dress Like a Celebrity Day, everybody uh-huh. knew who I was. I came in with my flare jeans, <laughs> you know, my belt with the stuff hanging out, the, you know, the, um, the scarves around my neck. I put some extensions in my hair, you know, this color. And it was mm-hmm. really long. And, you know, I did my lips. So I looked like I kissed the <laughs> moose or something, you know, because you have those lips. You know, I'm like, dream on, dream on. So everybody, all the teachers knew. They're like, oh, you're Steven Tyler. I'm like, yep, you guys know. So, yeah, so that's kind mm-hmm. of like my history with music. And currently I'm really, maybe it's my age. I don't know, but I'm kind of like in sappy mode. Okay. You know, I mean, I'm not a B-bite or Bieberite or whatever they call mm-hmm. themselves. And I'm not into <laughs> Funko Pop or whatever those people are. But Fun, I actually K-pop. like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I, I like Ed I Sheeran. K-pop. Um, <laughs> K-pop, that's it. <laughs> Funko Pop, I don't know. And all the rock and rollers out there are going to totally trash my ass when I say the word Coldplay. So you I can like all Cold- talk amongst yourselves. I like Coldplay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Thank God. I think you're the only other person I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I always wanted to like see besides Coldplay. My favorite band is Cheap Trick. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've seen them like five or six times, but I the first time I saw them was like 2006, so I missed out on a lot of, you know, the earlier concerts. Yeah. But we interviewed yeah. we interviewed uh Dax, who is Rick's son, and then they played in Reading at this little theater. Jeremy was with me. Oh. And we got to oh, cool. They were waiting for their bus. They couldn't get the bus behind the theater. And uh, Robin was there and Rick and we're just, and like years before I paid for a meet and greet and here we are just, and Dax knows who I am now. So that's kind of, that's one of, that's one of the benefits. You know, we don't, we don't have sponsors or anything that we're a very small podcast, but that's one of the benefits of interviewing people and then meeting them, them kind of, recognizing it so that's but i like cheap trick i like you i've liked you too forever Um, yeah yeah i was in the dave matthews for a long time and i haven't listened to him in a while but jeremy what do you Uh, everything that you listed i'm a big fan of aerosmith def leppard acdc queen oh def leppard yeah yep 60s (laughs) 70s 80s rock and roll is definitely right down my alley so the who you know anything like that I'll definitely be mm-hmm. rocking out too. So, oh yes, yeah. Stevie Nicks. Yep. Big, 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 big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Fleetwood Mac is great. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I, the Rumors album was one of one, my high school boyfriend. He had one of those tape decks in his car. Mm-hmm. He had an old uh-huh. Dodge Dart or something like that. Yeah, it was a Dart, <laughs> and he, uh, he had a tape deck. And so one of the first full albums that I heard was the Rumors album. Oh, nice. That's a good one. Yeah, that was my high school years. That was after Yellow Brick Road, obviously. Do you collect vinyl? I don't have to because my younger daughter boyfriend does. Okay. Ooh, so I can kind go. of glom, mm-hmm. you know, the shine from them with the okay. vinyl, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. the older bands too, my like the cl- classic rock, the yeah. Beatles, of course, the Monkees and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Monkeys, I'm hey with the monkeys. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even mention the Beatles because that's like to me, that's like uh, that's yeah. a given that they're the god of all of the other mm-hmm. ones. 
Yeah, I met Alice Cooper at a oh. um, at a convention, and we, we had a great him. time. He did a birthday <laughs> message for a friend of mine. Isn't he cool? Yes, we Very. just saw him in concert in Bethlehem. Yep, at the at Wind yeah. Creek, the casino. Okay. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, it was great. Was really good for his age. He I mean, is. Yes. Well, you know what he said? He said one of the most important things is taking care of this, this voice box. He said, a lot of guys my age can't sing anymore. And some guys younger than me can't sing anymore. And he said, Mm -hmm. you know, we have to treat this the way we treat our instruments. You know, if your guitar, those strings are fucked up, you know, you got to replace them. He goes, goes, but this, this can't be replaced. He goes, I don't mess with my voice. Oh, yeah. So he takes really care of it yeah. yeah so we only we have about four minutes left and oh, okay i love your podcast i've listened to i haven't listened to all of them but i just listened to the last one you did with amanda wiss i'm gonna say oh, her name right yeah yeah <laughs> that was a two-parter that you're a really good interview she had really good stories yeah but is there is there one person you'd you'd love to interview in the future that you oh boy even if it's someone you don't I think mean, you can get just that you'd love to talk to. Oh, wow. Well, there's probably a lot. I have, I have talked to Jack, I've talked to Jack Nicholson, so I can't okay. say that, but not on the podcast, just personally. Okay. Wow. Wow. Oh, my. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I, I'm, that's a good one. I can't, I can't think. I mean, because, you know, when I think of heart, it's like, blah, blah, blah. I think of all the people that I've met. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but I met them, I know them, I met them, I know them. Maybe Robert England, right? you know? Or... No, I, I know, no. Okay. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> talk mean, to him on no, the phone. I, mean, I, could, I wouldn't mind getting him on the show. You know, I mean, I guess I hate to say this, but I would like to talk to James Ameron because uh, I would love okay. to grill him about his directing, mm-hmm. you know, all the wonderful things that he's done. I mean, yeah. you know, never mind Titanic. Steven Spielberg, I would love to talk to Steven That's Spielberg. A great one. Yeah, yep. you know, yeah, people that yeah. don't do many um, interviews too. Maybe you could ask them the questions you don't know the answers to, or you want to find out more about them. I have a list of yeah. like music people. Of course, I love the interview Paul McCartney, but I don't know that that's not going to happen. Oh, so, God, yeah. <laughs> but you never know. Of, of course, you guys have music people that you legends yeah. probably in your uh, in your case. Yeah, we've inter- we interviewed Chuck Negron. He was pretty cool. Three Dog Night. Little Anthony from the Imperials. We- that is cool. Yeah. Some I people that were bi- people. big in the in the past, but not, you know, yeah. currently. How do you contact them? Do you, like, find out who their agent is? Or? I used to try on Instagram, and most of them don't see their messages. Um, yeah. But now, if I can find a publicist, their publicist, because I've heard back from people that like Amy Mann, I'd love to interview her. Uh-huh. And I actually heard back from her publicist, but like she's not doing podcasts right now or she's doing too many podcasts. So at least I heard back. So that's that's yeah. the contact. If you can get the publicist, because right. they, you know, they schedule everything for the, the person. Yeah. 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 I know what you mean about doing a lot of podcasts. And, you know, for me, it's I'm. I, Sometimes I'll get people who want to do a second one with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, well, I'm kind of boring. So mm-hmm. uh, the first, maybe, you know, boring. if I have something going yeah. on, I'll do yeah. a second one. But yeah. not much is happening. I'm kind of boring these days. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they can find you on Facebook, Instagram. Do you have a website? Uh, mostly Instagram. 
I'm okay. working on the website. It will okay. be called LaurenMarieTaylor.com, but I'm it's not up yet because uh, I'm really bad at that. But my Instagram is just Lauren Marie Taylor one with the number one behind it. I okay. suck at Facebook, but I am on Facebook. It's Lauren Marie Taylor official, but I okay. suck, 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 suck. So if people okay. want to follow or contact me, <laughs> Instagram is the best. Thanks for asking. Okay. So it was great Ta-da. talking to you. <laughs> so much and I'm sure we'll you. see you at, at a future convention. Thank, and... Thank you guys. You've been listening to No Good Music. Today's interview was produced and edited by Jim Thatcher and recorded via Zoom at the Did You Say 7 Studios in Washington, New Jersey. You can find No Good Music on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Pandora, and almost anywhere you listen to podcasts. Friday the 13th theme, compiled and created by Jim Thatcher.